This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language, open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional conversations of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Please find their link in our show notes to discover other great podcasts on the network. We would just like to call out the podcasts of the month for Deluxe Edition. That is the In a Pickle podcast and the Growing Up Bananas podcast. So with all that business out of the way, please enjoy the show. Modern women have killed the traditional relationship model. You mean the relationship model that benefited men more? The idea of mom and dad living happily ever after no longer exists. It does exist. A lot of it's just not on social media. Women no longer need men as providers because many women now are making good money on their own. Why do you insinuate that's a bad thing? Is it because men can't hold women hostage through financial right. dependency? <laughs> we know that I women know. do not commit to relationship. 50% of all men marriages end in divorce and 80% of those divorces are precipitated by women. Which means they do commit to an extent. I really meant to believe that the majority of women just want to waste their time and energy to get into a relationship knowing full well their plan is to just break it up for the sake of it. She can get a variety of different sexual hits from dating sites. She can get all of the attention she wants through social media. An abundance of empty, vapid, temporary validation that means nothing? Woo! So how does a man <laughs> fit into this world? By changing what he can provide in a relationship to suit the new dynamic that you should not be getting married and putting yourself into that risk she is incentivized to break the marriage have you ever wondered maybe it was you i fucking hate that guy <laughs> i love the other guy that's the point <laughs> his brown shiny leather jacket <laughs> what a dumbass. His, okay, because nobody could see this, but he, the guy that was ranting and raving over the fact that he didn't like that women were working and making money and contributing to the family. He's in his got, car. He's in his car, like a dumb fuck. <laughs> and he's got his hair slicked back. He's probably in his late 50s. I would say 50s. Yeah, and he's got this shiny ass brown pleather jacket. I mean, what the fuck? Okay. So I'm just going to real quick. I love it. That's why we do this. <laughs> Antonio, by the way. Hi, Diana. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Diana. And Antonio knows I get serious because when I start using my hands. <laughs> She's using her fucking hands. And I'm like using my fingers and my hands and we're talking with my hands and no one can see that except for him. Then he's like, oh, shit. Shit's getting real right now. You look now. like you're about to conduct an orchestra. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm conducting something. So... This is why men don't like it, because if women aren't dependent on this dude, then she can leave at any fucking given time that mm -hmm, she wants. Mm -hmm. And men don't like that. Men are like, goddamn, no, uh, uh, I'm the breadwinner. You have to have me. He said financial hostage. I've never heard it put so perfectly. Financial hostage. It's like, OK, fuck off. 
I mean, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but me personally and other people I know have left marriages or, you know, got divorced with nothing. And they were married to wealthy men. And it was more important to get the fuck out than it was to, like, deal with the bullshit of trying to get his money. And it's okay. It's fine. You're okay. You're not going to die. You're not going to live on the streets. You're not going to be in a tent. You're not going to be homeless. You are fine. You just have to be vulnerable and open and ask for help from family, friends, whatever. And you do not have to stay with someone because they are the breadwinner and they make all the goddamn money. That's so gross. I mean, don't you think it'd be like a red flag? And we've talked about this before. Like if your guy just frowned upon you bringing any money into the household. And if you did... It would have to be like, okay, well, that goes in the jar, and that's our vacation fund. That's our fun money. Mm -hmm. How cute you brought money into the house. We'll go get pizza on Friday. Yeah. Because what they don't want you to do, and again, this is not all men. This is like this douchebag is in the car talking right now. Yeah. The more you bring to the table, the less that controlling dude feels like he has a handle on the situation. Yeah. His control over you, which... Let's say it's financial number one. He thinks he's got financial control over you, therefore you can never leave. That leads to, let's say, sexual control over you. That leads to, let's say, your self-worth and your self-value because I guarantee it, and again, no research, I'm not a professional, mm -hmm. just based on what I've seen in relationships of friends of ours or yeah. people that we know, Yeah, that's where body shaming and mm -hmm. personality shaming comes into play. Who the fuck's gonna want you? Look at your ass. Who the mm -hmm. fuck's going to want to hang out with you? You are so fucking annoying. Oh, yeah. And it just makes that woman feel like she has no options and nowhere to go and get stuck in that situation. But if you listen to this asshole, that's why divorce rates are 50% yeah. and 80% are initiated by women. What, because they want to go fuck around? No, I guarantee you a huge chunk of that is because you're a fucking dickhead. Yeah, I was with someone for two years and... um we went on a really nice vacation and we were, you know, we were kind of off. We were, we were go getting towards the, we're going to probably going to break up type thing. Like we knew things weren't going good. Right. Anyway, um, when it ended, he said to me, you're never going to find anybody that is able to take you on a trip like this ever again. Ugh. And you're never going to find anybody that's going to want you and three kids. I mean, and it was like that those little comments, they were jabs. And as a matter of fact, it was happening. He said it while we were on this vacation. Beautiful. Yeah. And that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. But um, he's now in a relationship with a woman that takes care of him. He has a sugar mama. <laughs> like literally, he doesn't work. She takes care of him, pays for everything, I guess. Like this right. is just what I've heard from our mutual friends. But it's literally why I ended it with him is because that was his mentality. It was like, no, 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 no. I don't need this. Right. I will get there on my own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's ugly. Stop it. Well, it's such a poor reflection on you. It's like for the person that you think that you're in love with to assume yeah. that you're only about the bag. You're mm -hmm. only about the trips and mm -hmm. the restaurants and the dinners. And you're like, hey, that's fun. That's a nice bonus. It's a nice accoutrement to this relationship. Mm -hmm. But Go fuck yourself if you think that I am so vapid that that is only what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah, stuff's fun, but it goes away. It can it go away. away. And yeah. it also, like uh, Michelle had said, yes. that shit can get boring. Yes. That shit can become just so meaningless after a while. Mm -hmm. We're like, I have to get dressed. I have to go 
make myself look pretty to go impress your friends that mm-hmm. really don't give a fuck, but you feel like they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's empty. It's hollow. So anyway, that's not what the episode's about. I just wanted to hear you <laughs> rant because it makes yeah. me happy. Yeah, I know. I start getting my hands up and you're like, oh shit. It was, a com- it was a combination of either you were conducting an orchestra <laughs> or you were like jerking two guys off at the same time. You had a I'm lot. Like, I'm about to fuck some shit up right now. I got my hands up. We're going. Let's go. I love it. Success usually comes with age. And we've talked about what your preferences are in men. Yes, we have. You like chasing the silver fox. You are attracted to men who have gotten places on their own, have success, whether it's financial or let's say personal or well-being with their success. And that's salt and pepper. That's salt and pepper, which I still don't have. I'm 42 and I have like two little white hairs and that's it. I want the salt and pepper so bad. If I let my hair go natural, it would be so gray. Have you ever considered going after a pup? You calling me a cougar? I mean, you're already a cougar, but <laughs> don't I have a cougar hat on in our little logo? It's I'm looking at it right now. But I mean, um, but it's easy to say yeah. that because you're older and you're sexy. But oh, thank you. What about going after the younger have, men? Have younger, I considered it? Have yes. you considered it? And have you done it? Have I considered it? Yes. Have I done it? No. However, there's a cutie that somehow got my phone number. I adopted my son's friends. There's nine of them. Uh They're part of this little car meet. And one of the cute girls that I've adopted as one of my own, she gave my phone number to one of the guys that goes to these car meets. And he's 31. Oh, that's not bad. I thought you were going to say he was 18. I was like, <gasps> 30, he's, honey, he's 11 years younger than me. So have I considered it? Maybe. Have I done it? No. You've told me before that there have been younger men that have like gotten into your, your DMs oh, and yeah. chase after Still. you, stuff like that. But Still. at the same time, yeah. you're like, sweetie, that's cute, but I'm sorry, and not these, for me. The ones that you're talking about are like 19 and they're having conversations with themselves in my DMs. I'm not responding to them. They're just like, hey, how are you today? Hey, what's up? Hey, I want to ask you a question. Hey, what you doing today? Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I'm like, holy fuck, this is three months now. You've been having this conversation by yourself for three months. Um, Those don't- You have to admire the perseverance. (laughs) Yes, yes. But no, um, God, it's tricky. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I also think that you are still in, let's say, the right age- and I mean, you're you're gorgeous. You never age physically. I think you're in the right zone where you can still be very selective, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. My personal opinion about cougars is it's usually women who are a tiny bit older, mm-hmm. and it becomes more fetishized than it is something that's practical. Yeah, like a thirty year old has this fetish to hook up with a fifty year old. Right. I can see that. And you still live in a world of practicality. You're not thinking. Ugh, well, no one my age is going to want me, so maybe a young dude's going to want this cougar body and this cougar yeah, face. You know? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've I've never gone that far with the cougar before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think 10 years is the largest gap I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I've never really had that, that whim when I was younger. But as I'm older, I can see it. Like when I see, let's say, a celebrity who's maybe 60 or 65, a woman mm-hmm. with a guy 20 years younger, Yeah, I get it. It, it makes sense to me. It computes. Yeah. Where some people are like, ugh, you know. Yeah. It's like, why are you ichhing? Like, we see 60-year-old dudes with 20-year-old girls all the time, and the ich is different. Yeah. You know, because it's like a power thing. And yeah. Blah, blah. I'm not going to get into all that, but I, I don't mind the cougar. I don't. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I haven't I haven't dabbled around in that world, but when I was 35, I dated someone that was 50. We dated for two years. That was the longest relationship I had since the divorce. So 15 years older than me. But no, I'm kind of, I'm intrigued by it a little bit. But my biggest thing is I'm just, I'm at a different level emotionally. Well, you're also still a mom. Like. And you don't need another 19 year old in the docket. And the thing with me too is I don't need to have sex to have sex. Like oh, if yeah. I just wanted to fuck around, then maybe I would dabble around in it. But for me now, I'm like, I'm really ready to settle down. But the right. problem is, is I'm not dating. So how can you settle down right. if you're not meeting people? Well, at least you're logic logical about it. You're not like yeah. blaming society right now. No, no. It's just, you know, so if I wanted to fuck and just be playful, then sure. But like a relationship with someone younger than me would be difficult because I have a really old soul. Mm-hmm. I just do. You know, and I'm an empath and I'm very intuitive. Like there's certain levels to me that people would look at me with a blank stare. If they were younger than me, they wouldn't understand it. But also I'm going to go out on a limb and say you are the kind of person that if you met like a 20 year old that you just fucking vibed with and the empath was strong, I could see you being like, "Eh, maybe. Yeah, because I'm so open. I'm not very closed off with um, certain things, even with someone if I met someone a lot older than me. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it was someone who was 20, like a real silver fox, <laughs> 20 years older than you. And they were like, yeah, the Mr. Miyagi of, of, of yeah. sex and yeah. positivity and yeah. energy. You'd be like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I go off of the energy and it's like, I'm not going to worry about a, a number of an age. Like I'm going to go off of, is this feeling good? You know? Right. You know, and that's the funny thing. It's like, I think you and I are both raised in the generation like we were, let's say, late, late Gen Xers, early millennials, where we still had this idea that forever was the goal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever you were with, that was the person you were with forever. Yeah. I still want that, but it's not really the accepted norm anymore because I think life is so crazy and chaotic that now people are just living for, let's say, the day, the week, the year, the decade. Because if they start planning for 20 years out and then something happens and things go sideways, well, now they don't know what to do with the rest of their life or the rest of their fucking existence. Yeah. And then they put so much pressure on that. And that's why people have anxiety and they're taking yeah. fucking Zoloft. Yeah. Like, it's that's where I say society and culture has fucked us up because it's changed our expectations so many times. Yeah. And that's where you and I are more fluid, right? We're like, okay, we're just going to fucking go with it. We have to be whole on your own just in case anything happens. I mean, anything can happen. You can't rely on another human being to make you happy or provide for you financially. Like you have to be whole on your own, honestly. It's funny because like now we're talking about the definition of cougars and then the show is called the MILF and me. Like we all know what MILF is. And honestly, MILF doesn't even have like a age guideline. Like you could be 25 years old with two kids. And if you're hot and someone wants to bang you, you're officially a MILF and you bring the MILF energy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, really has no age limit. Yeah. But then cougars, they are defined as women in their forties or older who date significantly younger men generally starting at a 10-year age gap or more. So according to Urban Dictionary, yeah, yeah, <laughs> cougars are 40 plus and there has to be at least a 10-year age gap or more. Have you dated someone younger within that age gap? I know you like the older people, but have you dated someone younger than you? Um, Yes, but not 10 years or more. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a few years. 
like two to three, maybe four years was the most. I feel like four or five years is like the new acceptable standard. And there's still some guys who are like, I will never date a woman older than me. And like, I was even then, I man. was very hesitant with that whole situation for certain reasons. But no, I haven't gotten that huge of a gap. So these are some things they say why being a cougar and dating younger men is the benefit for the woman. Obviously, there's a benefit for the dude. You know, like if you can get out of your head with, I'm dating an older woman, how embarrassing. Or if you ride that wave and be like, yeah, check out my cougar, you know? Yeah. It's almost like a stamp of pride now these days. Yeah. But women like it because if you look at some of these, I'm like, shit, I get it. So, number one, cougars say that less is more because instead of having to like keep up with the Joneses and go out and be exuberant with your spending, your money, a younger man's expectations are so much less. Yeah. So less is more. Instead of dining at three-star restaurants that you won't remember a month from now, you are checking out or checking out the latest overpraised Broadway show. Your younger guy will help you achieve a simpler, more pared-down existence. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, let's go to a movie and then let's go to Five Guys. Yeah. You know, let's get a pizza and do Netflix and chill. Yeah. And for a cougar, yeah. I don't, I don't want to make any assumptions but oh my god how excited would that be like oh i mean i can just stay in my pajamas fuck yeah and not have to get all dolled up and make myself look 10 years younger than i am yeah to go to this five-star restaurant fuck yeah let's get a pizza and watch netflix yeah no i love it how about this i like this one inexperience equals eagerness regardless of how many partners your lover has had chances are when it comes into the sack he needs some guidance literally and figuratively Take a firm hand and share your wealth of knowledge and experience. In the long run, he'll be glad to know that however much pleasure he's had in the past, he can have more and longer with you. Mm. I like that. So like, you know, if you are like you (laughs) and typically vanilla, but adventurous and experienced enough on certain things, Mm -hmm. if it's one dude who's been just using the same moves and the same chicks his age forever, and he's got you to show you the way... Hey, that's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. I don't know that it excites me personally. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I don't, listen, I love sex, but I don't want to be a teacher. I mean, you're, you're naturally submissive. You like to be the I one. Am. I am. So that's where the silver fox stuff comes into play for me. I'm not trying to convince you to be a cougar. I'm no, just I know you're not. I'm just saying like. I can see, I can see where that would be a thing for some women, because um, there are a lot of women my age that like to be the take charge in bed. Right, like I got this. You fucking watch or lay right. down. Like lay down. I can get Shut there. The yeah, I can get there if I want to in certain situations, but I prefer to um, use sex and intimacy as a really sexy, hot intimate connected time not here do this this is how you do this or let me show you this or let me show you that let me like we aren't in school sorry right it's not school time (laughs) you know what i mean so that's that's just where i'm at with that one how about this new engine equals a better ride oh what lover boy lacks in expertise he makes up for in energy Mm. while your friends have to schedule date nights to get serviced or wait for the blue pill to kick in Your stallion will bound out of the stables at any time, anywhere, and all night if necessary. 
If you've been wondering what the hell the point is of having a guy reach his sexual peak in his 20s, now is the exact right time to answer that question for yourself. Oh. I think there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. You get tired as fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> I do get tired. I'm not like a marathon sex person. Like, okay, like we've been banging for 30 minutes. Are you like getting close? <laughs> I need some snacks. <laughs> you've, got, you've got your Apple watch like set yeah. to a timer. It's like 10 minutes. So, like, are you yeah. fucking done yet? I know. Let's go. Like, okay, this isn't happening. Maybe it's just not going to happen for you. You know, it's just, I don't know. There are pizza rolls in the oven with a 25 yeah. minute timer. If uh-huh. you're not done by then. Yeah. You get to go jerk off in the shower and I'm eating pizza. And then, you know, um, I just think every woman is different for me. It's like my my orgasms are huge. They're big and it's like an entire body experience. And I'm usually spent by the time that's done and they're ready for round two. And I'm going, dude. (laughs) Nope. nope. <laughs> tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, I got you. You know what I mean? But right. it's like every woman is different. There are some women in my age that have a huge stamina and they can go, 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 whatever. But it's just. Ooh, we may, maybe we need to talk to our poly friends and see if that is one of the benefits of that, where it's like, okay, um, yeah. Contestant number one is done. Contestant number two, you're up. You know? Like I would be the worst person to be in a poly relationship or swinger or a, even going to a sex party. I would be so fucking boring. I'd be like, I had my little orgasm. I'm out. <laughs> Have a nice night. Like, that's it for me. I'm done. I'm Y'all need out. something from the gas station? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then reverse the clock. If you need a break from the endless chatter of your girlfriends and, well, the rest of society about your ticking biological clock, $200 moisturizers, and 401ks, you don't have to worry about those conversations with a young guy. He probably doesn't want to hear it. You know? Yep. It's literally, it's literally food, fun, and fucking. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. So if that's your bag, go for it. Cougar all day. Yeah. Not me. I can't. I mean, yeah, I just can't. I I don't think I can. Maybe I should try. Should I try? I, I mean, I'm not your boss. I'm your friend. You can do whatever you want. I think that you would get bored really quickly. Yeah. And then here's the other thing, too. Younger dudes, mm-hmm. if you blow their fucking mind, they're going to be a lot harder to shake off your leg than an older dude who's like, all right, fine, fucking see you, and on to the next. Yeah. You know, younger dudes, I've and I was this way for sure. Stage five clinger. They are stage five clingers. There, mm-hmm. We had no problems as younger dudes to go out and just meet random girls and like have casual sex or whatever. But if you found someone that blew your fucking mind- yeah. You don't want to let that go, even if the practicality of it is nearly impossible. Yeah. Like, let's say that person has a husband, or let's say this was like a one week thing while you're on vacation somewhere. Yeah. If that dude got a taste and he wants more, it's so hard to shake it off. It's true. It really is. It's true. That's true. I didn't think of that. So, how about famous cougars? There's so many famous cougars in Hollywood. And like mm-hmm. I said, the whole ick of yeah. you know, the older dudes and younger girls, which the red pill guys are all about, you know, be that guy with a 20 year age difference. Yeah. I hate that shit. Uh huh. But I know it's a contradiction, but I- I'm totally good with it with the cougars and the young dudes. So, how about this? Cher at age 76 had a boyfriend age 36. That's a 40 year age difference. And they were together for quite a few years. Wow. 40 years. That's one of me. 
That's a me, <laughs> essentially. Holy shit. Um, I like Cher. I think Cher's hot. I've always liked Cher. I grew up watching Cher. That's oh, that's kind of the weird part though, is that yeah. growing up watching Cher on TV and in movies with my mom, yeah, that might be a little too Oedipus-y. Like, oh, that's kind of like mom. Now. It's that so weird for weird. me. I forget. I know this is so gonna sound so funny. I forget that these famous actors and actresses age. Like, I can't even imagine her at 76. Like, no, like, get that out of my head. She doesn't age. She's like, she's Cher. She, this is how she looks forever, you right. know? I mean, not naturally, of course. Yeah. But does that even matter at that point? Like, 40, 40 years. That's a big, that's big. Yep. So, uh, Nick Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers, he has a wife, Piriyanka Shankur, and she is 10 years older. That's not that bad. Isn't he? He's pretty hot, isn't he, Nick Jonas? I think all of them yeah. are pretty attractive. Yeah, I think he's pretty sexy. Oh, how about this? Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden. Cameron Diaz was 50 and Benji 43. So seven years difference. That's, that's not nothing. Too bad. That's nothing. Not too bad. I don't even know why they put that in there. <laughs> but this is the one. This to me was the all-time oh, yes. Hall of Fame winner. We all saluted this fucking guy. Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore. 16 years age difference. We're married from 2005 to 2013. And they're still like really cool with each other. Yes. And then he ended up marrying his co-star Mila Kunis, who's like another. Yep. I loved Demi. I loved Demi and Ashton. Like that was a good. That was a good match. And whatever reason they broke up, I don't give a shit. But when that happened in 2005, I just remember being like, oh, dude, Mm -hmm. salute. Me too. Respect. All of us were just like, you did it. You, oh, yeah. you got the gold on that one. <laughs> yep. No, I love that too. So yeah, if I if I'm um looking at that relationship, you're probably right. If I met someone and we we vibed. So there is a dating app for cougars. Well, and god damn. I didn't sign up for it because it costs five dollars a month and I almost did it, but I just kind of will go through the main page. It's called Cougar Life. And there is an app and there's a website for Cougar Life dating, modern women with younger men. Cougar Life should like be paying us right now for this. But I, I whatever. can reach out. <laughs> Cougar Life is where modern, confident women connect with younger men for fun and exciting relationships. Since 2008, Cougar Life has grown to become one of the largest online dating sites catering exclusively to modern women and the younger men looking to date them. Mm. So I kind of went through that picture is not cougar. They're the same fucking age. Those two right there. We're on the cougar life website. Just so you guys know, like that's where we're reading this from. So how it works is it will not let you connect with anyone within a 10 year age gap of yourself. So like, let's say if you're 35, it won't Mm. let you connect with anyone younger than 45 because then just hop on Tinder, hop on Bumble. Like they are really promoting the fact that this is, Older women in control getting younger dudes. I see. Okay. So I kind of like that. And in the most part, it is like a, a Tinder kind of thing. But I think it's really, so wait, really wait, wait, hold on. Go back. Go back on what you said. Yeah. Um, I'm confused. So, so I'm, I'll be 42. Right. So it's set up to only connect with men younger than me. 32 or younger. 32 or younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. But is there men on there that are my age? Or older? Yeah, but they would have to date someone older than you. Because otherwise, they would just get on a normal dating app. This gotcha. is specifically I get, designed I get. Gotcha. for that. 
Gotcha. Which I think is cool. And it seems to be the women are in control. I'd say pretty much like how Hinge or, or Bumble work, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it really is just for fun. And who knows if it does have more relationships. And I looked up, there's like at least a dozen other cougar dating apps. This was just the one that was the most reliable, had the highest rating, and has been around. How long have they been longest. around? 2008. 2008. That's what it said. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. That picture of her, that front page, sexy. Yeah, that one right there. Yeah, that's really sexy. Love it's it. marketing too, but love it. You know what? When we were talking about all the different kinks and things like that, this isn't a kink. This is a lifestyle. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong about this whole cougar thing. It could be a fetish, I guess. Maybe. I mean, it could be, but who would it be for? Would it be for the woman or for the man? Either or. It's interesting. We might have to talk to someone. We need to get like yeah. a real cougar in here. And on that note, I've just got a few things to say. I am very good friends with. A cougar. Oh. Who has earned her cougar stripes. Do cougars have stripes or spots? Or are they just mountain lions? Um, I don't think they have either. They don't have either. Yeah. They're just, they're like a they're just, mountain lion, yeah, I guess, right? I think, yeah, I think big cougars cat. are mountain lions. Yeah. So this is a person I've known. No names, no references to how I know this person or anything. Do I know her? No. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I first was introduced to this person... The first thing I noticed is that they had a gaggle of young, horny boys always hanging around. And mm -hmm. I never really considered that anything was going on until we became closer friends. And really what it was, it's like, yeah, they're all after me, but I get to pick which one gets it. I'm in control. I'm in control. Ooh, I kind of like this it's a little great. bit. Oh, my God. And until I get bored and I'm like, okay, you need to take charge. Well, and they're amazing. And at the same time, it's like stage five clinger thing, yeah. too. That's a problem. So yeah. eventually it turned into like, okay, well, I'm not going to do it with people that are like in the vicinity. It's going to be people that are not in the inner circle of friends or community, you know, like, yeah, because then it causes problems with everyone else. Like people get in fights, they get in arguments, they all want to be with the cougar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I get to hear the juicy stories, yeah. which was a lot of fun. How long ago was this? Um, let's say within the last 20 years. Okay. Don't want to give too close of a time frame. Yep. But one of the things that I love about this person, and they're with a younger person right now in a very serious relationship, which you I think is You guys still keep awesome. in touch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, get her ass in here. What the fuck? I'm going to have to give her a code name. Okay. But if let's we do- her, Let's call her Sally. Sally had one of my favorite inventions ever. She had a cocktail, which she called Cougar Chow. Oh, goddamn. And Cougar Chow was essentially like a jungle juice with rosé- and ginger ale and whatever fruit juice or punch was around. And you just fill up the container and just drink that by the pool all day. And oh my it God. was cougar chow. And it's it, it should be trademarked because it's fantastic. But that is <laughs> awesome. That's the only real cougar that I know. And I would say that that is the person who holds like the cougar crown, in my opinion. Like it'd be so really hard for me. How old is she? Can you say that? 55 plus. Really? Yeah. I'm intrigued by this. I don't know anyone. Formerly LDS, married in the temple. Oh, God. All that good stuff. The typical Utah stories that we hear of people that got married too young in a church that expected too much out of them. And when they got away, they did shit their own way. We've had several of those people yeah. in the studio already. And I, and I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm jealous. I don't have a friend like that. I don't. Ha I need to know who this person is. I'll tell you offline. Bring her in here. <laughs> Bring her in here. Do you think she would come on? Probably. 
Probably. Like, we have to maybe disguise her voice a little yeah, or I mean, something. Yeah. Like, again, I don't want to, like, blow people's shit up. And who yeah. knows? Maybe I've said too much. I don't think so. No, you're good. But this That's is so this, intriguing. This is my whole point is that this is a person that went through all the fucking paces that you were expected to go through, right? Yeah. Like, you get married, you have the kids, you have the successful husband who may or may not be an asshole all the time, eventually yeah. is. You go your separate ways and the expectation of society is like, okay, well now you're done. Yeah. Go live in your little yep. <laughs> apartment with your cats and eat your dog food. Remember that eat your motherfucker? Dog food like that. Or <laughs> you're so poor you're eating your dog's food. Or unleash the sexuality that you were forced to repress for 30 fucking years. Yep. And you own let, your fucking life and you open up the pet door and let the pups walk in. Oh, and, the, and puppies. the puppies and the they, babies and they get their puppy chow. The little babies. Oh, come get my cougar chow puppy <laughs> chow. <laughs> I feel like we've just made some great things. We need to trademark now. <laughs> oh, my God. So she called this the cougar chow is a cocktail. Cougar chow is a cocktail. <laughs> Reach out to her and get that fucking recipe. I, like I said, we we love the MILFs. We respect the MILFs. But you know what? I'd say like the cougars yeah. are like the the grand dames of this whole conversation where yeah. they just go for it and they get it. And I fucking love that. It goes back to our conversation last week where we were talking about how all these red pill dudes and yeah. insecure dudes hate on sex workers because they have all the power. Ugh. What is more fucking powerful than a woman so-called past her fucking prime? Yes. If 35 is expired, yeah. then what the fuck is 55? They're getting these little boys, these little men to just lap it up. Yeah. Fucking love that. Power all day. Respect for me comes from zero fucks given. Right. They literally just don't care. That's what I love about it. Speaking of which, I might care too much. Maybe. How are your fucks going? <laughs> remember, we were out of fucks, and then all of a sudden, you had fucks appear. Um, are they still there? I have, I have some fucks. Yeah, I've got some fucks, but no, things aren't. I mean, I'm just doing me. I've got a lot going on, as you know, and I'm not focusing and concerned with the fuckers that are on the socials and making their little comments or whatever. I just don't give a shit. But I have been spending some time with a silver fox extra mm -hmm. which has been fun and interesting um no won't name names but yeah the cougar thing though that's pretty it's a pretty good topic good yeah. job we might revisit this eventually because you might change yeah. your mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> When a man goes silent, a lot of times he's identified that arguing with you leads to nothing but more frustration and pain. So he will often just stand down in order to maintain his level of peace. To him, nothing is gained by arguing over moot points. That was a really short guru that you chose. That was I, quick. And I'm staying silent. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that. Dead, dead silent over here. Um, no, I, okay. First of all, let's give some frame of reference. We played this person before. This is a person that wears the Men Matter shirt and yeah. talks about how women should be more like dogs. Remember her? I do remember her. So the interesting thing on this one for me is the tonal shift. We've got that really soft music. Oh, the Sarah McLaughlin music. That's essentially what it was. It like, was. These poor men. Yeah. These poor men. 
They're tired of your shit, so they're, they're going to go of your silent. Shit. They're going to go silent. You, you know, your man is silent. That's your fault. It has nothing to do with, you know, whatever demons they're possessing or yeah. whatever shit they've got going on on the side. It's got nothing to do with all of the things that they've been putting you through with all your bullshit, you know, because yeah. you spoke up. This is a hard one they because I've had it both ways. I've had someone go silent and I've had someone fly off the handle for nothing. Where the guy that flew off the handle for no fucking God-given reason, uh-huh. I wish I could have just said, how about just be silent? How about shut the fuck about up? shut the fuck up? How about that? <laughs> That'd be amazing. You know what I mean? Right. So I've had both ways. I've had one that went silent. I've had plenty that have gone silent. And it's like, I mean, this is years down the road. Things have so changed for me. But I used to um, jab. I used to throw in jabs like, oh, so what the fuck now? You know, almost yeah. pick fights. Like what? Yeah. Now, you, now you don't have anything to say? Are you ignoring me? Like, yeah. Jesus, fuck. Like, I used to be immature and fucking stupid uh, years, years ago, like I said. But then, more recently, I've had situations where they weren't silent about anything. Yeah. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let's move on from it. How about that? Well, here's a question. Were they not silent? Like, were they vocal about things dealing with you? Or were you just the sponge that would absorb all of their frustrations about what was going on in their life? Because that's a different story. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm the sponge always. You know yeah, that. You're, you're the, yeah, you're the punching sp- bag. I'm the fucking punching bag. And you allow yourself to be. I do. My thing with this is like, okay, I get what she's saying in the sense of, there are times when people just fail to learn how to communicate. And it's usually one of the person's fault of not figuring out the communication style of their partner. Mm -hmm. What I hate is how they frame this, that it's always the fucking woman. Yeah. These motherfuckers always say it's the woman's fault. It's the woman's fault. It's the woman's fault. It's the woman's fault. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it is, but you can't paint that picture because it's painting the same picture that we talked about in the fifties dating episode. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of fucking assholes out there and who's not to say that the second they open their mouth, nothing but condescending and patronizing bullshit's going to come out. Yeah. You know, let that mm-hmm. motherfucker stay silent if that's all he's got to say. That's not what they're saying in this video. Yeah. No, I that woman drives me crazy. But I wish that these people would spend their time making these little love guru reels or whatever it is that they're doing. Put more focus on the fact that silence is healthy in certain situations, but you can't just stay silent. Right. It doesn't solve anything. It's literally sweeping shit under the rug and that doesn't get you anywhere. Or it's hiding. It's exactly. So learn how to communicate or don't be in a relationship. Maybe you're just not ready to be in a relationship or maybe you are not in a place in your life where you can be in a relationship. If you're just going to go silent all the fucking time, right? It does not mean that some woman was nagging at this dude for so much time that he just has decided to be a mute. I mean, and I've done this in several relationships where all of a sudden the woman goes silent and, you know, maybe younger me would like poke and prod and like poke yeah. the bear and trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. But now if someone goes silent, I go silent too. And then yeah. it's kind of like a game of chicken of like, who is going to say the first word that's going to help us get into the right path of fixing this? Sure. You know, because two can play that game. Sure. But why are we playing games? That's the other exactly. thing too. Yeah. 
But like I said, my whole issue with this is, yes, I, this is where I hate this bullshit, where there is common sense to what they're saying, but it's in the package they're delivering it that's the problem. This is all the women's fault. Women fucking suck. These poor men out there. If I had my own social media app that allowed stuff like this, mm-hmm. you would not be able to have a video posted until someone who is also a creator is able to see it and have a contradictory opinion to it. Yeah. And then it can be released as a pro and con. It can be a debate, whatever. Yeah. The problem with this is, is how this social media works on all these platforms is the algorithm will just keep showing you what you want to see. And that's how people get sucked into one ideology or deflected from another. Yep. Where if we really wanted discourse and that's how things get fixed. Yeah. That shit can't hit the app until a contradictory opinion video has been stitched with it and then it can be released. Yeah. Because then you're getting discourse. You're getting a conversation from both sides and then it's up to you of how you want to interpret that. But at least you can see the dual conversation. Yeah. I mean, that's literally why I've taken a step back from social media, honestly. And and that's why I feel like it's hurt me when I've been doing this because it's not sucking me in. What it's doing is it's making me sad for how convincing these motherfuckers are to certain people. It's making it was it was making me exhausted. I mean, I was taking every single word and and analyzing every single thing and going, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. Like these fuckers are. But that's why this podcast works for me because then you and I can have a conversation. We can shit on it or we can praise it. But at least our thoughts are coming out. We're not just sitting and stewing in whatever emotional turmoil this stuff causes for certain people. I mean, that went a little bit more serious than I thought, but I think it's really important the fact that like, yes, I'm not a man-hating man. It's really easy to paint me in that. Yeah. What I hate is people that are trying to control the situation, control the conversation, and not even being able to have a debate yeah. about the other side of it. Yeah, like men don't have to be in control. Women don't have to be in control. Just fucking be. Right. Just and be. Do your best to be equal. Yeah. Not what fucking Pearl said in that first episode that we played the last one, <laughs> where yeah, man's the boss and yeah. this idea that we're equal is destroying America. Oh, me, me. God. Gross. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I need a fucking nap. there's any listeners out there that are actual cougars fuck yes and if you are you know where to find us reach out to us on the website reach out to us in diana's dms on instagram on in there slide on in there give us the deets we want to know because hey we know lots of milfs we know a lot of poly people now we know a lot of swinger people yeah you don't know any cougars i know one i don't know any cougars no more i want to know some cougars we need some cougars in our circle I know I can't like honestly I have this hat on and our thing I can't even really wear that like I can't wear that shit I'm not a real cougar what is that called stolen valor (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Diana's got stolen valor for cougars I do maybe do I need to like maybe I need to go on a date with somebody that's younger than me just to validate the hat Maybe. Maybe. Jesus. Yeah, because now you're gonna have people like screaming for us to change our logo or have you change the hat because get you're off, not a real Get co- your fucking cougar hat off of your head. You're not a real cougar. Yeah, this is fake news. <laughs>
Oh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone, you know what to do. You can find us on themilfandmepod.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those good places. Love, leave some feedback. We want to see more reviews. We want to see some stars, good or bad. Yeah. We don't care. We just want to know that you're listening. Yeah. Give us some feedback. Make it hurt. Oh, I mean, make it hurt. Make it hurt good. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Dinah, <laughs> I love you. I will see you next week. Love you too. Join host Dave Houghton and Sarah Ray Pallet as they examine the less glamorous side of sports with their podcast, In a Pickle. Follow IAP Radio on social media by going to iapradio.com. In a Pickle is now part of the Den Network. For more information, go to iapradio.com.